This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. You know, I really I forgot all about Windstock. Windstock. That's a different festival. I know you said that in the grid. I'm like, I, I don't think. Can I say Windstock? Yeah, because that's a country music festival. It's a great country music festival. All my friends out there. Shout out to Dave and the gang. Um, yeah, what I meant was Woodstock. Yeah. Remember Woodstock '99? I yes. do remember that. And how it was just a disaster. Yeah. Yes. There I mean there were like catastrophic events and so there is now a three-part docu series that is coming to Netflix on August 3rd and I can't tell you the name of it. Thank you. Um, oh cuz it has a Yeah, it's Cluster oh. F is the name of it. Okay. Woodstock 99 and it will feature all these accounts from the 30th anniversary of the legendary music festival, which took place over the course of three days in Bethel, New York, uh, originally in 1969. Okay, so uh, this is going to be like home videos of performances, footage of all the chaos that was unfolding. This is um, interesting because there was one last year on HBO that I think the Bill Simmons people put together. Oh. Uh, and I watched that, but this is three part. I mean, this, I don't know. It was a disaster. Well, and because Woodstock is supposed to be, you know, synonymous with peace and love and, and great music. And it was really hyped and um, it became violent. Yeah, there was a lot. Okay. So, so what happened was like, it was hot. Yeah. Uh, and muddy and they ran out of water. They right. they the toilets were overflowing. It was a disaster. Yeah, they didn't have enough security, right? And then there was just a lot of ra- I mean Steve's favorite bands, a lot of those ragey 90s white guy Bush, Fat Boy Slim. Bush, oh my god. And yeah, corn. By the time oh, it got wow. to Limp Biscuit on like that second night, the place was just ready to explode. Do you guys want to listen to the trailer? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's clean-ish. Well, I'll keep um, I, I listened to the whole thing, but I I don't think I missed anything. But if we did, we'll take care of it. Here it comes. It was going to be the biggest party on the planet. But that's not what any of us remember it for. What the hell happened? It really felt like it was flower power and coming together in harmony. 
I've never seen this many people. There's peace and love and music. That was it. Put some hands up in the air. It felt like a crowd that could turn at any time. It was like this unleashing. All this energy. There was no control. The environment was just very male ego. I started seeing large groups of dudes surrounding women. There was a lack of respect. Given the climate of the guys there, I'm not surprised by it. Hey guys, back, give us some room. You're getting scary here. What sort of setup do you have for accountability? How many security guards do you have on site? They were glossing over all of that. Big fat ripoff. They're all about making money off us, and we're pissed. But the show was going to go on. I think we need to see a whole hell of a lot more! When you see it with your own eyes, it's just 10 times more shocking. Once you become part of our herd, you become like animals. Mm. Things are just getting out of control. You know, I think one thing that the other documentary brought up is that this was around the time when uh, Girls Gone Wild was a thing. Yeah. And so there was a lot of show your boobs type mentality mm -hmm. going on. And it was, again, it was just a crowd of a lot of limp biscuits. And they said that they did like fans. turn into animals. They were just climbing and rocking, you know. Yeah. The, it was terrible. And there is like that... Um the, the, you just heard them say that at the end about herds, that herd mentality. Yes. Something with big groups where it's like dumb, dumb can spread fast in a big group all gathered together. And that's when things can get really dicey really quick. Look, this is like the, the documentary that we saw a couple years ago on Fire Festival. That thing gone totally wrong. This That was really compelling to watch. Yeah, that and was. And I think that this would be pretty interesting as well. Also, you mentioned Girls Gone Wild. Mm -hmm. There is a docu-series on that that is incredibly disturbing because mm -hmm. it wasn't just girls showing their boobs. It's it's people being, you know, fed alcohol mm -hmm. to get them to do something that they don't want to do and taking it to another level. It's just there's so much ugliness out there. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hard watch. Uh, so this will be interesting. Yeah, there's one on HBO uh, that was like maybe two hours. Okay, and I'm going to look that like one. this was like a three-parter, so. All right, I'm writing it down, putting it on the list. You know, gonna, so you, know who was at, you know who was at Woodstock? 99. Alanis Morissette. And oh. she's playing the X on Sunday, and I might be going. Ooh. Oh, did you did you put your name in? For I think tickets? I'm in. My sister in law's driving in from uh, Milwaukee just to see. Atlantis. Oh, that's fun. Oh, yeah. oh good. So we'll see. Maybe okay. you could join us. Done things. No. Goodbye. I was gonna I was gonna try and go, but then I was like, you know, I just don't. Just the whole COVID thing is just freaking me out a little. So once by more, the way, oh go ahead. Little little breaking news here. I th at least breaking news according to CNN. But um, that President Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID. Oh no! And this is the first time that he has tested positive. He had last tested negative on Tuesday, um, but he tests positive. So that's trending mm. right now. So Got hoping it. that he has a speedy recovery and then it's not serious. But. Um, Anytime you hear of someone who's of a certain age getting it, you just feel like the you know the for risk sure. is, is there in a little bit of a different way. So we're hoping for a speedy recovery for President Biden. Absolutely. Uh, do we have something to give away, Rocco? You know, I think we do. I don't think do we, we gave really? it away yesterday. 
Give it away. No, we did. Give it away. We did. Oh, we did, huh? I'm Wait, what tell... are we giving away? I don't, I don't know. worry about it, you. Hot dogs? What do we do? Hey. I believe all week, so today's part of the week, right? I believe today is a and Thursday, tomorrow, which yes. makes it part so of the week. Uh, yeah. We have a four-pack right of vouchers to the uh, Minnesota Children's Museum in downtown St. Paul. Love it. And uh, let's say if you pick up the phone and call us, 651-641-1071, I'll take the fourth person to call Ooh. in. I'll pick a, You know what? No, here's what we're going to do, Rocco. What are we going to do? So people have been complaining that when oh, they listen right. on the stream. So what we're going to oh. do is we're going to count to 20 in our heads and then start okay. answering the phones. Okay? Okay. So it'll be caller for delayed. Delayed. Yeah. To 651 so, so Rocco, tie up the lines now for yourself. Okay, and then in tired. 20 seconds, he'll open them up. And then don't send us any complaints. Yeah. You hear me? I'll tell you a 20-second story, because last night I was... Andy Rock Hamster oh, That's right. You right, went to see the um, Drive-By drive truckers. truckers. at Uda Pills. Uh, <laughs> kind of near in... Uh, it's in Minneapolis, Bryn Mawr area. Oh, sure, sure. And I think that's the first time Uda Pills has put on a big concert like that, and it was great. They did a good job. What's their hit song, the Drive-By Truckers? Um, you they probably don't have any hits. One. Uh, let, uh, let There Be Rock is a good one. Uh, Gravity's Gone. Carl Perkins' Cadillac. You know, oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. It was you know them, Donna? I do, only because I used to host a indie, uh, I used to host an alternative country show on Saturday nights. And here's why you might know them. Jason Isbell, who's kind of a big deal now, he was once in the band. Right. Oh. But he left, uh, and now he's doing a solo thing. Don't worry thing. about it, Steve. Anyways, right. uh, by the way, I'll let's just scoot and tog this oh right here gosh, right now. Hello, it. Line 4. How you doing? Yes, Hello? Yes, you Hi. in the car. Hey, congratulations. You just won a four-pack of tickets to the Children's Museum. Yay! Woo-hoo! I'm excited about that. Yeah. Wonderful. Who, Who is are this? you? What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Kirsten, and I'm from Plymouth. Yay. Kirsten from Plymouth is a big oh, winner. Wow. Way I to go. Have to fun. All right, Rocco's going to get your details, Kirsten. Congratulations. You won. When we come back on the Don and Steve experience, we'll get into a little bit of food news. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something that will soon be available in liquid form that mm, shouldn't be available in liquid form. I think I'm okay with it. Barf in my <laughs> mouth. All right, we'll talk about it next. Hey. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Absolutely. Absolutely not with this first story. All right, so Velveeta. <laughs> Yes. Which I believe has the best mac and cheese. Okay. The, that's the good one with the pack that you squeeze. I don't Did, want that powder stuff. Blech. Did you hear Rocco's judgment in his mouth? Okay. Yeah. Velveeta, Velveeta is, is like the best with the shells. It's like a chemical. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It's delicious. I agree. <laughs> but I don't, I don't like that powdery stuff. Yeah. That's like the craft situation. That's where you get the Annie's with the. Um, you know, oh, the, the cups that's already made? No, there's a oh, squeezable one that I bring to the boundary orders, but go ahead. Okay. Talk about Velveeta some more. All right, fine. Please. Um, well, Velveeta is a staple in Patty LaBelle's, uh, whatever it's called, over the rainbow mac and cheese or something. It's unbelievable mac and cheese, and Velveeta is one of the, I believe, four cheeses. I didn't know Patty LaBelle that. had a mac and cheese. Oh, what? my gosh. I'm I've pretty had sure her sweet Patty potato LaBelle. pie, Patty. and I liked it. Yeah, I remember that sweet Girl! Patty! <laughs> okay, so... Um, so now there's a cocktail 
<laughs> called the Veltini. Okay, and it's a cocktail made from Velveeta, a lot of Velveeta. It features Velveeta cheese, infused vodka, and olive brine and dry vermouth. And then it's garnished with Velveeta stuffed olives, jumbo-sized Velveeta cheese shells, and there's a Ugh. cheese drip along the brim of the glass. Okay, so basically it's just this? cheese. I don't Hell. It's uh <laughs> Okay, so it's available at BLT steak restaurants for a limited time, but if you can't make it there, Gold Belly has fifty dollar Veltini meal kits. <laughs> oh, Gold see. Belly? Gold Belly. That's yes. like uh where you can order f- foods from around the country like delivered to your house. Oh really? Oh, BLT Steak is in New York City. Steve, you should have gone there. Uh, look, it is. You're a you day late, Donna. Probably DIY it with a box of Velveeta mac and cheese. By the yeah, way, I, I see that going great. I made something for you today. Well, I didn't make it for you, but I made it, and I wanted you to sample it. And then you didn't okay. come in today, so Can it's in the refrigerator. It? Wait, Can you bring you it to the party tonight? No, I don't know. It's food. It's an it's an orzo dish. It's a, uh, Is it one from Stephanie Hansen? Don't worry about it. My wife made a Stephanie Hansen orzo dish and said it was like the best thing ever. It is amazing. It's I think it might be Elizabeth Reese's recipe. Okay. And then I doctored it up a little bit. So okay. it's a feta orzo. Me have question. Me no likey. What is orzo? Steve, you just ate with Gelman at hey. the fanciest restaurant in Columbus Circle. It's a pasta that's it kind of looks like Somewhat like rice. Her? Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google. It's or really so. good. It goes good with a sandwich, you know, on the side. My friend Erin, uh, I had to get the recipe from her because she made it at my cabin and I loved it. And so, oh, you know, it's got like cukes in it and chopped tomatoes and just call it, I don't, herbs. Call it cucumbers. Okay. Cukes feels a little. God, you were just so. You're very particular about things. Like if I said, let's order a pie oh, I from Devani's, this yeah. guy would be like, oh, oh yeah. you sound like a tryhard. Or if you say you're going down to the village, which is nobody calls it Greenwich Village. You're the only person Jeez, when you're in New York. Uh, you know, I was picky. at Lombardi's, uh, the oldest pizzeria in America and mm. in New York for that matter. And the guy who I was with said, hey, boys, you know, we were there for those four guys having lunch, and at the end he said, you guys want to order another pie? You think you got another one? And I said, you know what? We're in New York. When in Rome, he's a New Yorker. It felt better. I've never... You, if you say that to me, and you're in Bloomington, and you're like, hey, I you know. want a pie? I'm but like, But, I okay. mean, I never, I never knew any better than to call it that on Fridays. That's what we would do. We would order a pie from Rose's. Thank you. <laughs> the greatest pizza I've ever eaten was at a restaurant called Daddio's in Springdale. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pennsylvania. What made it special? The bubble crust. The crust always bubbled up at a few spots. You know those air pockets yeah. of crust? Yeah. Always, and you would walk in there right on Pittsburgh Street, which was Main Street in downtown Springdale, town of 4,000, and you would smell it. From the time you opened the door, 
it would just hit you. Is there any place that smells better than a pizzeria? A pizza place. It smells good. That smell is so darn good. You either put me there or smack dab in the middle of the Bath and Body Works. Those, that's <laughs> heaven. Okay, those are two very different things. I have a question about food. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can have your Velveeta, Velveeta teeny while you think about this. What makes street tacos better than if you were at a sit-down restaurant and then they bring you tacos? Nothing. We ate at a place called, oh, I think it was called like Los Tacos Number 1. They're like the best, ta- they're, they're considered the best tacos in New York. This is in Chelsea Market. We go there and it, you get you give them the ticket. They order them right in, or they make them right in front of you. And there's something, when I eat them, the, just the taste of it all, it's almost like there's a, an entirely different flavor profile. Like if you got tacos at a great restaurant, like Crave or a big Mexican, whatever it is, there's something about the street taco, the taco truck. That there's just a different flavor, and it's for the better. Well, it's, it's interesting great. when you're at a place like, let's say, a Rojo, you can order street tacos yeah. off the and menu. Do they taste like street tacos? I don't know the difference. Uh, I... Shall we go to line two and see if they know? Yeah. Why? Uh, um, Guten Tag, line two. Guten Tag. Hi, Hi there. You're on the uh, Don and Steve experience on my talk. What'd you call in for? I just want to tell Donna that from one New Yorker to another, it's a pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a just... village. Yeah, okay. nobody says, oh, Guys, I'm still learning, okay? Listen, uh, you'll, caller, you'll be happy to know I did not interrupt um, Seth, the producer, when he said, can we order a pie? Because I was like, you know what? There's a red and white checkerboard little uh, uh, tablecloth right now. We're at Lombardi's. This feels very Italian and very New York. So I let it go. So maybe I'm softening on that. All right. I'm definitely giving you points for that. Okay. Thank, thank you. Because I'm a giver. She's a, She's a I like her voice. Was that Joan Jett that just called oh, in? That was oh, nice. that's interesting. Hmm. We, did, we like didn't that. even get her name. We just called her caller. You know, I took a friend to New Jersey once. Uh, we went, like, South Jersey, down the shore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wildwood, near Cape May. Thank you. Okay. And we went into a bar, and it was like, it was like this Harley Davidson convention going on. Oh, boy. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, the people here are really nice. So... This guy was like, here, take my seat. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You you had it first. You take it. And he goes, take the seat or I'll punch you in the effing face. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. I'm like, see, I told you people are nice here. <laughs> Check, please. 651 That's the number to call. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can bet on Donna or me bet on the right person. Win a prize. Uh, 651 Call now. Manhattan Dinner Theaters, oh, one of my favorite places to be. You know, I was uh, in New York and wanted to go and see a Broadway show, and then it didn't work out. Uh, and anytime I'm there, I'm thinking about how fortunate we are here in Minnesota to have as many wonderful places to go and enjoy theater as we do. My favorite, the favorite of my wife, Lou, is when we have a night out at Shanhassen Dinner Theaters. It is just such a great experience. From the moment you walk in the front doors, they greet you. They welcome you in the roaring fireplace. I think they turn it down during heat waves. Uh, But then you get to go in and just enjoy dinner, a show, Footloose on the main stage. Everybody's loving it. They've extended the run all the way into February. Um, So you can go check that out. You can also check out their concert series, which rotates every weekend. They have live music, great tribute acts that come through. Our buddy Stevie Ray from Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret does improv comedy every Friday and Saturday night. Uh, Why don't you go get your tickets for any of the above? ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, it's Jace for Trip. We're back. You got the score, Rocco? 
Uh, you know, Kaylee corrected me yesterday. I'll have to look up what that is. Yeah, we don't. We don't but, need to uh, hear Matt from her. got Matt won both times. I kind of Steve. I kind of tilted the table towards Matt. I made one day about news shows, movies about newscasters, and one day about uh, Broadway musical songs. Donna had no chance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Do you have anything to say, Steve? I've never heard Steve silent before. It was Me a either. Weird. Like ever. No, no. I, I'll just go with the flow here. I just expect that a caller will call in and be on my side and support me fully and mm-hmm. want to see me rush off to victory today. Kaylee says it's thirty-one twenty-five. Steve, it was closer, but again, Belanger knocked it out of the park. Listen, all right. And that was because before I left, you know, he's getting heat. You know, Donna's. I think it was Donna Rock. Somebody was talking about like how he just doesn't do so great in these right. games. Like I said, and I now he's rising know. up. Mm-hmm. All right, great. It's like it's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. I also just want to celebrate. My talk is having a birthday today. I mean, the birthday actually was in June, but we're having the party today. The birthday bash. We've made it 20 years. Um, So what I've done for this trivia... A game. I found some shows that uh, lasted exactly 20 years. Oh, fun. You know, maybe because we'll get canceled, you know, immediately after today's show, and then we can just call it an even 20. Yeah. That, that's the final segment it. of the uh, the anniversary <laughs> broadcast today is they're flipping formats. Yes. Congrats, everybody. It was a great 20 years. Anyways, Rayette's on the phone, and she's going to help us uh, go through some trivia questions about shows that lasted exactly 20 years. Or, yeah. Uh, one's current, but the other two are in the past. And here's Rayette to uh, converse with Steve about how old she is based on her age. Hey, Rayette, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Happy Friday Eve. I'm good. Uh, how about yourself? Oh, wow. Uh, we're doing really great. Thank you so much for calling in today. Uh, Donna is here as well, and we both support you, Rayette. Before you choose Donna or me, in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Listeners like to know what's going on in the lives of other listeners. So, Rayette, after you play the game, what's next on your agenda? I'll be going into work today, into the office. Oh. Into the office. Old school. Nice. I know, right? All right. Well, I feel like you and I have already developed a pretty good relationship. Donna seems standoffish here. Uh, Rayette, it's time for you to determine who do you want to team up with. Again, it's Camels in Pop Culture is the topic today. No, it is not. No, it is shows that uh, had exactly 20 seasons. That's what I said. So with that, Rayette, would you like to team up with uh, Donna or Stevie Boy? I love you, Steve, but it's going to be Miss Donna Valentine today. All right, I respect that. You guys weigh me down when it's my time. Good luck. There goes Rayette. There goes Steve. All right, Donna. Okay. These shows, uh, exactly 20 seasons. You'll see that one of them is a current show. Two of them took place in the distant past. Okay. Like this one. It was a CNN live talk show from 85 to 2010. Oh, shoot. It was the channel's most watched and longest running program with over 1 million viewers nightly. Oh, no. Name that 20 season CNN live talk show. I can't. 
How about this one? 1955 to 75, James Arness starred. Marshal Matt Dillon keeps the peace in rough and tumble Dodge City. Oh, God. No clue. And how about this one? Animated Fox show with Seth Green and Mila Kunis voicing two of the children. Seth Green and Mila Kunis. Uh, 20 years? Mm-hmm. 20 oh. seasons. Oh, shoot. Uh, that is, I don't know, King of the Hill. Okay, you did well. Um, <laughs> and you're right. I, did, I might have said 20 <clears throat> years, but it's 20 seasons. All these shows have 20 seasons. I'm gonna Did need, I say that? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, 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 We're going to definitely need Rayette. Let's yeah, walk Rayette. you through this, Rayette. Sorry. The first one, a CNN live talk show, went on from 85 to 2010, which is more than 20 years, but it was 20 seasons. Uh, was it more than 15? Yeah, that's 25. 20 seasons, though, according to Wikipedia. It was the channel's most watched and longest running program. Do you know what that CNN live talk show was? Ooh, I don't know that one. Yeah, okay. me either. How about this one? You Obviously. know, uh, I'm going to give you a not. This isn't even really a hint. This is just extra trivia. James Arness, who starred in this 20 season show, was from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He went to Washburn. Mm. He was six foot seven. Anyways, he played a guy named Marshall Matt Dillon, who keeps the peace in rough and tumble Dodge City. What was that 20 season show? I just know the the last answer question. (laughs) Let's go to the last one. Animated Fox show with Seth Green and Mila Kunis voicing two of the children. Family Guy. That's it. Oh, man. You're on the board with one. You don't have a... Come on, make a guess. (laughs) I mean, you you obviously know number two is a Western. We're talking about Marshall and Dodge City. So just come on. Throw out a Western. Uh, I'm blank. I'm blank. Okay. I'm sorry. It was a good run. Steve's not going to know the first two either. This is going to be a tie, so let's just get him in you here. You be right. Okay, okay Steve. So, we're over. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. That took a fair amount of time. Yeah, yeah. This is a tough one. It's a tough one. And I, I may have... I can't remember what I said. It's not 20 years. It's 20 seasons. Did That's I say fine. seasons? Anyways. That's these are shows fair. that um, had 20 seasons. On the nose. Exactly, on the nose. Okay, all right, great. Like this one. It was a CNN live talk show that ran from 85 to 2010. It was the channel's most watched and longest running program with over 1 million viewers nightly. Name that CNN live talk show. Larry King Live. 1955 to 1975, James Arness stars as Marshal Matt Dillon, keeping the peace in rough-and-tumble Dodge City. Briggs and Stratton. Mm-hmm. An animated Fox show with Seth Green and Mila Kunis voicing two of the children. Family Guy. Let's go back to the second one. Marshal Matt Dillon keeps the peace in rough and tumble Dodge City. Oh, man. Hogan's Heroes. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, let's go over it. Uh, Steve did get the first one right. It was Larry King Live. Shoot, Rhea. What'd you guys guess? Nothing. Nothing. I, I Blank, blank, oh. blank, blank. And mm. then the second one, you know, it's before our time, but uh, like I said, James Arness, Minneapolis native, went to Marsh, uh, Washburn. Uh, six foot seven, James Arness. What nice. do you know about that? But anyways, he started in a show called Gunsmoke. Mm. Dang it. 20 seasons. What'd you guess, Donna? Nothing. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and the third one, Rayette New, Steve New, Family Guy. I guessed um, you didn't guess King anything. of the Hill, oh, I you said. Didn't guess oh. that, didn't you? 
I, I, what kid does she play? The daughter. The, the daughter. I, what's her name? Meg, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. Meg. Anyways, Rayette, we let you down, or Donna did, or Sorry, just Rayette. life in general. Sorry, Rayette. It's okay. I could, I could picture Larry King live in my head, but I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> and Donna quotes him all the time. <laughs> you know, like, hello, Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, Rayette. Bye. It's okay. Thank you. Say it's hi fun. to your coworkers for us. Yeah. Have fun. Bye. Oh, man. 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 Really sad. Yeah, you bummed her out. I should have said gun smoke. First day back What's in the, the other, office. What's the other big Western? Little House like, on the Prairie. Uh, no, but I think Michael Landon was in it. He was. It's, um. Damn. It, is Hogan's Heroes a... No. It is a show. But it's... Yeah. Isn't it about, like, the army? Bonanza was the other one I was Bonanza! Thinking. Bonanza! That's Bonanza. probably the one Michael Landon was Bonanza. In. Correct, it was. I have a tip. By Menon. <laughs> Costanza. I have a tip for the Newark International Airport. All right. You want, you want it official? Please, it needs uh, to be. All right, here we go. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 One thing about flying from Newark to Minneapolis, it's always like the farthest gate for me. We actually had a pretty good gate you yesterday. did? Oh, I always yeah. have to go to like the dungeon. Yeah, you know? no, ours was pretty good. It was all it all worked out pretty well. Um, when you say ours, of me being in the middle seat. Did you le- did you travel with someone? Oh, a lady friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the woman sitting beside me. I was in a middle seat in row twenty three on the way back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I guess sorry. they're my buddies. No, it's just me. Okay, and you and that airport has come a long and way. Now, Rocco. More tales from first Coach. class. <laughs> Anything but first class. Steve Patterson. 23B Whoa. yesterday. Rubbing it in. You know, it's funny. So the uh, the producer calls me and they're like, hey, you, you want to do this shoot uh, tomorrow? Yeah, we'll do it. And then he calls back two minutes later and said, hey, we could get you on a later flight at uh, 930 out of Newark, but it would be coach. And I thought, wouldn't it have been funny if I just said, no. nah, nah, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll stay on my originally scheduled flight in first class. Thank you very much. And that would have been the last thing I ever did with them, I bet. Hmm. Anyway, I was in coach, and it was fine. And that was already after an awkward bathroom experience. Hey, Newark Airport, let me tell you where you don't need a mirror. There are so many times when it's like, you know, we could use a mirror here. A mirror here would be nice. They should get another mirror. Remove the mirror that you put in front of, at eye level, in front of the men's urinals. So let me explain. I walk up to a wall. Stevie boy unzips. Look up. Look straight ahead of me. And what do I see? A rectangular mirror that's about six inches wide running the entire length of the urinal wall. Hmm. So then what in the heck is that there for? Because now, Donna, you're accidentally making eye contact, direct eye contact, with the gentleman who is urinating beside you. Oh, yeah, that's not And a good the one plan. beside him. <laughs> and him. We're, we're not like, you know, it's not a hands-free operation. That's we're not touching funny. up makeup while we're there. Why 
would you put a mirror there? And if, you, the only other thing it's going to do, if you're like, yeah, well, don't look at the guy beside you, his eyes, what do you want me to do? Look at the guy behind me who's rushing me because he needs to catch his flight, and now I'm getting stage fright. Why do we have the mirror what there? What do you normally look at? A wall. So you just stare at the wall while you're peeing? Yeah, you stare at a door while you're peeing. We stare at the wall. I have to think about this. You pee in a stall and you look at a door. I pee at a urinal and I look at a wall. Yeah, I don't really look at the door. I'm I'm usually busy, like, playing with the toilet paper, you know, pulling it. Well, we don't have that at the urinal. Okay, it's a okay, wall. I understand. And the mirror now makes it like, oh, hey, look, that's that guy's eyes. Hey, that guy's eyes are there too. What in the? What is the purpose of a mirror well, let me right Google. at eye level in front of the urinal? Let's see. It was the most ridiculous placement. And I peed twice in two different bathrooms. They both had them. Oh wow! Did you have uh, another bathroom experience? Just those, those multiple of mirrors at Newark. Huh. Why would they put those there? And it's it's just for your eyes too. It's not like a, you, know, you wouldn't want it to be a full body situation, but it's just your eyes. It's the most bizarre thing. Okay. Why? Uh, because it makes the room feel larger. Not there. That's bold. <laughs> it just feels weird. Why are there mirrors at the urinals? Avoiding contact with any item in public spaces is therefore essential in reducing the risk of disease transmission. What? Mm-mm. What does that mean? It's just there to make you feel weird about peeing next to the guy that you've never met, but now you know his eye color. Oh. <laughs> All right, we have to go. I don't want to. I want to stay. But no, Donna, oh, okay. we have All to. Right. This is no, how fine. it works. Hey, when we come back, a little Netflix news. When exactly are they launching those ads? Mm. Uh, and also, they actually just got, they, they were forecasting really bad news. They didn't get good news, but it wasn't as bad as they thought. I'll explain that when we return. You're listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Good morning, welcome back, Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Who Netflix? Ever heard of it? Hmm. Mm, well, I'm a subscriber, and by that I mean my brother Josh is. Oh right, right. I'm a leech. Well, Here's the deal. The cheaper ad-supported version of Netflix will not include everything that the ad-free version has. Hmm. Well, so what's up with that? I don't know. So Netflix-created shows like Stranger Things and Squid Game will be included, but the CEO says the vast majority of what Netflix offers is going to be available, and they're in conversations with the various studios and and on content that is not cleared yet. This is coming in 2023, by the way, the, this version. But I don't know if that means shows that they bought might not. Yeah, well, you know, this will take more and more shape over the span of the next few months as they try to probably put a little news out and then do a little listening you know hear the reaction and put a little more news out because what they're trying to do is figure out how to keep their shareholders yeah i'm one of them happy and this is after they had a they had they lost subscribers for the first time 
a quarter ago. Yeah, like a and million, it was, right? It was big news. Well, they actually thought that they were going to lose two million, I believe, in their next quarter, but they actually only lost, I think it was about 900,000. So it was better. And they suggested that next quarter they're going to have subscriber growth again. So for those of us who put money in on Netflix, I, I, I bought in and then I watched it go down, down, down after it had already gone down because it was like $360 per share. And then it plummeted down to like 230 and then 210 and then 200 and then 180 uh, But now it's sort of slowly starting to make its climb back up. So I think the idea that they could actually see subscriber growth after these weird couple of quarters, mm-hmm. that combined with them introducing ads and Disney is going to be doing this. Different streamers are doing this. Hulu already does this. Um, you know, maybe it's a little long overdue, but Netflix did seem like for a long time, it would just be the place where we're already paying to watch it, so we shouldn't have to see ads. But I think maybe maybe there's a way that they'll introduce ads that don't feel as invasive. Mm. They're trying to figure Loud. out a way. I know the, the volume, it sounds silly, but that's a legit complaint that you have, that many other people have, that you'll be watching something on a streamer, on YouTube, on Hulu, and then boom, out of nowhere, it's like, holy cow, that's so loud. Um, so maybe they'll try to figure out a better way to do that. Last week I was watching golf and I think they may have come up with one of the best solutions. Now I think it only works for a sport like golf perhaps, but they have a feature Rocco, maybe you've seen it called playing through. Hmm. So you'll be watching golf and then instead of going to a full commercial break, they'll split it into a split screen. And on one half of the screen, you'll see the golf event still happening that you're watching. So you won't miss a putt. You won't miss a chip. You won't miss a drive. It's all there. No volume. On the other half of the screen, like it could be FedEx playing through. And on the other half of the screen, you'll see a box. And there's a FedEx ad that is running with full volume. So you see the ad. There's no way to fast forward past, you know, like if you're watching it live, you're just going to keep watching it. And also you're still seeing all the action on the left. I just think in terms of sports, it's a pretty ingenious way to do it. With golf, it works best because there's constant action going. One golfer to the next to the next. Football, it doesn't work as well because, you know, it's in a timeout. And uh, that's not as exciting to see, although they could show replays during that. They could do a little highlight reel. But broadcast TV live events, they're trying to figure out ways to make advertising less invasive in the world of skip forward, skip ad, all of that. So you know Netflix, they've been talking about it so long, they're trying to cook something up with some of their initial partners, of which they already have a couple, I think Microsoft being one of them. They're trying to figure out how can we do ads in a different way? And I'll be curious to see what that is. Yeah, you know, we've got product placement, all sorts of ways that you can advertise without making it a start-to-finish commercial. Yeah. I will say this about ads, like like video ads in particular. They've gotten better because they know they need to fight for our attention. Back in the past, you could just be like, buy Palmolive. It'll help get the grease. You know, you could just say whatever, pitch man style. Now with these TV commercials or streamer commercials, 
have you caught yourself watching an ad and it gives you the skip option and you're like, no, I want to keep watching this because it's telling yeah, an interesting yeah, story. Sure. It's compelling. Absolutely. So I think it's forcing ad agencies to get a little smarter, to get a little more creative, to take some more chances to capture their audience. I would agree, Steve. That's all I have to say Thank on the matter. You. You're hey, my buddy, boo. Uh, do not forget, if you're listening to us right now, at 3 o'clock today, the big birthday bash broadcast happening live at Lush. It's going to be hosted by Jason Matheson, and he will be joined by all sorts of people from the radio station, Donna and I included. Uh, we'll be hearing from some top brass who made the decision 20 years ago to go forward with a different sort of a talk radio format. Um, we'll hear from very voices you've heard in the past on my talk. It's going to be great. It's happening at Lush, and you can listen live. Yes, and maybe Rocco will share some of our show's highlights. Why not? Can we hear that at 11? What's, can why can't we start next hour want. with it? Yeah, come on, right? Rocco. Because I missed it. Yeah. I saw it tweeted out there, and the, you've got some highlights from the Donna, Marley, and Tam show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Donna and Marley, and then Donna and Steve. This is wonderful. This is great. I'm I'll gonna, stick around for that. All right, I'll go. No, no, Donnie, I want <laughs> oh, you to be here, I, too. Okay. Then we can, like, enjoy it together. Yeah, we'll enjoy it together, and so will all of you. Thank you, Rocco, for putting it all together. We appreciate you. You're my best friend. Also coming up next hour, 1130, it's uh, Thursday, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. Donna, the year is 2006. No! I'm sorry, no, you don't like any years. That's at 1130. Dirt Alert coming up at 11.